0: It's time to experience the Synergy Connection Show with your host, Lucy Forsting.
1: Welcome to the Synergy Connection Show, everyone. Um, This is where we do connect the dots between our physical, emotional, mental and spiritual selves. And I think if nothing else, 2020 has taught every one of us uh, the importance of being physically healthy and keeping our immune system strong and our inflammation level low. And that's how we're going to fight off any virus, whether it's COVID-19 or some other virus that comes in with a different name. So Boomers Forever Young is one of the sponsors of the show. And it has health and wellness products that can help you do the very thing that you need to do in order to stay healthy so if you go to my website which is www.synergyconnectionradio.com and you click on the boomer link you'll be able to read about and look at all of the different products they have they have amazing blogs they have testimonials videos and one of their most popular products can make a huge difference in your strength and stamina Uh, it's called gladiator barley and you'll be able to read a lot about it but what it does do is it reduces inflammation in the body it uh, builds stamina it improves muscle and for all of us out there after the age of 50 you lose one percent of your muscle mass every single year so by the time you're 60 you've lost 10 percent by the time you're 70 you've lost 20 percent so if you use my first name Lucy L-U-C-Y in the promo code you're going to receive five dollars off of your order each and every time and gladiator barley is gluten free because it's actually a sprout when it's harvested so anybody who has concerns about gluten intolerance should be able to take the gladiator barley it can make a difference every day in peak performance and guys or gals every night can be a gladiator night and so i want to welcome back chris gibson and chris has been on the show in the past um we've i don't know whether we've done three or four shows like I this think. is the fourth one, fourth I one? Think. okay and you're a holistic health expert you specialize in skincare, but you're also a best-selling author because you authored the book acne free in three days and that was featured on Good Morning America, The Daily Buzz, and numerous other talk shows way back when.
0: Yeah, so, way back when. <laughs> way back when.
1: Um, and you've uh, right now got a, a extremely successful YouTube channel uh, where you evaluate skincare products and you help your followers understand ways to take care of their largest organ. And a lot of people don't think of the skin as our biggest organ, but That's that right. really is. And if you don't have good skin then probably it's reflective of other things inside your body that are not going on quite as well as they should be. So um, you're also on the board of directors for VAPA, which is the Florida Author and Publishers Association. And that's where we're going to go today with this particular show because we're going to be talking about book marketing in 2021. And so I've written a book, you've written books, I'm all ears. <laughs> yes, yeah,
0: yeah, so I call it I call it book life after 2020, um, book marketing in 2021 because it's no, not lost on anybody that the book industry was one of those industries caught off guard. Yes. last year, um, if you're an author, you already know how important book festivals, book fairs, trade shows. Um, school libraries, uh, corporate no, libraries. Yeah. Well, there's no the,
1: no book signings. Yeah,
0: there was no book signings, but there were no uh, book programs that were able to really be effective last year because libraries closed down, corporations closed down. So unless you were quick thinking to take advantage of the people who were stuck at home, you kind of kind of probably lost out, and and so. 2020 was bad for the book industry, and that followed a really funky year in 2019 because 2019 is when Baker and Taylor decided to get out of the book distribution business. <laughs> so that was a big adjustment for the book industry, publishers, authors, and retailers. Um, anyway, so we came into 2020 thinking, okay, well, that's kind of straightened out, and then this whole thing happened. The 2021s starting off as 2020 ended, in most cases, <laughs> um, in the world, and so there are some lingering things that we'll have to deal with in in this year as well as we move into through this year and into next year in the book industry. Now, audiobooks, which is the first thing I want to talk about, is a very important thing to think about, and I'm going to be giving you the areas of which to focus this year, because we don't really know when exactly book festivals are going to come back and book signings. Although retailers are open, they're very hesitant to bring in 150 people for a book event. (laughs) Um, Same thing we're seeing across festivals and uh, forums. And because I'm on the FAP board, I'm involved with that a lot more. Let's just say I have a, a better insight than I normally did just from the outside looking in. So all those concerns are still there. And there are plans being made now for 2022, which should tell you something. <laughs> so the hope is that as we get through the year, things will get better and more flexible. But really, it's you really have to be prepared. And anytime these life-altering events happen or industry-altering events happening, we don't ever go back to exactly how it was.
1: No. I mean, when people talk about the new normal, that right. is what It really it is. is. And,
0: and when this all started, I told my friends, um, I said, just like the Great Depression was life-altering and World War II was life-altering, when you have these giant worldwide upheavals, of course, the world is different, in some ways a lot better, in some ways not maybe so much, but... Um, but your reality changes. Um, you know, I have friends who were in the service industry for years that I've been decided that's not for them anymore because they finally had were forced to take a minute and look at their life. <laughs> not just that they didn't have a job in a restaurant, but that do I really want to do this? So lots of changes at the very base levels. Mm-hmm.
1: So are a lot of those people that are friends going back for like training and something They're else? going into
0: different industries. Yeah. Uh, some of them are going into restaurant management because they love the industry, but they don't want to be a server anymore. So I'm just using that as one example. That. So uh-huh. There's many, many people have gone into the medical field because they feel the calling um, because we were so shorthanded in this country yes. to deal with this crisis. So those things are not going to change. In the book industry, the things I'm going to talk about today aren't just to help market a book under the conditions we're in, but to understand that the conditions we're in probably are not going to go back and rely as heavily on costly travel laden in-person events anymore. Um, I don't see that happening. And and just like the corporate roles going, well, you know what, it's really not so bad having people, some people work from home where we can have a smaller office space mm-hmm. and less overhead. Mm-hmm. I can actually pay my employees more. They can be at home and, they're not being nefarious while they're home. They're working really hard. So it really broke a lot of taboos.
1: It did. I, I, I know personally um, people <clears throat> that, you know, they were traveling an hour, you know, to get to work. Yep. And so now, I mean, you know, they're healthier, they're happier walking down the hall to their home office. Oh, yeah. And they can still stay connected through uh, Google meetings, Zoom meetings, uh, um, you know, an yeah. occasional quarterly exactly. meeting. And I
0: have executive level friends who spent their entire life on an airplane mm-hmm. going across the country to make business work. And now we're like, why? Why? Why was I doing that? I don't have to do that. I can do this <laughs> right, with Zoom,
1: right? Exactly. Technology. I can
0: actually give them a better presentation because I can control the imagery and the music and the, all of that stuff. Right. And right. we don't have to be in each other's face. Mm-hmm. We. I've I've seen some Zoom meetings where they have wine, you know. So you can't wine and dine your client, but you send your client the wine and the food, and the, the, you have this big party on on zoom and it's a sales call it's like okay so so things are not gonna go back to the old way nor nor should they no because some of these things that people have done i mean it made the world slow made the world slow down yes there were so many articles if you get past all the politics and crap that was laid on top of everything and dig into real life there are many 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 articles. Of people talking about, this is the first time I've been around my kids on a regular basis. God, they're awful. Or this has been the first time I've been around my kids on a regular basis and it's wonderful. i walked my dog every night. I haven't been able to, you know, this house is too small or we need to make this change. There was just time given to people. If there was a gift of anything out of this whole thing, it's time. It's time. It is time. Time. You know,
1: the other thing that I personally believe people began to understand was um the environment is better
0: oh yeah um, that was a, that, not a shocker to some people mm-hmm. but certainly not to me because i wouldn't label myself an environmentalist but i would not label myself as someone who cares greatly about chemicals in our food and our water and what we do to to wildlife and mm-hmm. how much encroachment humans really should be allowed mm-hmm. um you know, preserving our natural resources and our parks, all that stuff's very important to me. Right. So I wouldn't call myself a Sierra Club activist, but I think most most people and most Americans care about that because you realize without those environments, you don't have a life. So no. No. <laughs> I mean, There's no point to anything because food won't grow we lose all of our bees. So,
1: Do you know one of the things that um, has happened, and um, I don't think a lot of people know this, but... Uh, Different states, Michigan, Wisconsin, Minnesota, that have Native American cultures, they're actually going back to the treaties that they signed with them in the 1800s, and they're enacting them because they've been ignored for years.
0: Yeah, because of the noise. There's only so much attention any one human or any one government or any one country can give to anything. Mm -hmm. So... You can't wait till you're stable because the world's never stable. Right? It's not designed. You know, the planetary life is not stable. The Earth's never been stable. It's just the way it is. There will be another pandemic. We will not be here. Obviously, it's about every hundred years historically these happen. Um, no one's fault. It's just it's just biological evolution, and that's what happened. This wasn't made in a lab somewhere. It was just the same thing as what happened before. You have a virus that mutates to a certain level and is able to jump across. Mm -hmm. You know, my fear was that COVID would get in our pets Mm -hmm. because we have so many people sick and your pet's around all the time in your face and it has happened before. So, but that is, that is what it is. And there's so many positives, you know, we're, science is on it and they're looking at it and and we have facilities now and intelligence we didn't have a hundred years ago to help make this better things like the boomer stuff that you were talking about how we know about nutrition. People didn't know that back in, you know, 1918. They didn't know that about inflammation or a diet high in sugar or those people were just trying to To keep their kids alive. And
1: they were much more active then, so they had that going for them. So it is a balance. And I think that's That's one of the things that people are learning is that, you know, sleep truly is important. You can't cut yourself out there. And nutrition is incredibly important. And exercise is important. And, you know, being out in nature is important. So it's finding that balance.
0: Yeah. So what that all means for the book world, Mm -hmm. (laughs) because you know we're going to get off in the holistic health and and all of that. We'll try to keep skincare out of this to some degree today. But I wrote the book, Acne Free in Three Days. I wrote it in the early 2000s, and it was one of those books that had a slow, like an overnight success that wasn't overnight. <laughs> so, to preface this so that people who are listening understand why I know what I'm talking about, we did the book first as an ebook before ebooks were super fashionable. There wasn't even an Amazon doing ebooks in 2001 there's no none of that (laughs) so we did an ebook version of this little book called acne free in three days which was basically a 60 page guide to how to take care of your skin what i had learned because i had it so so badly i guess And starting at about 11 and 12, all the way through my mid-20s, nothing worked for me. None of the medications, which, by the way, all the medications are still the same thing today. Accutane, tetracycline, you know, various forms of antibiotics, uh, salicylic acid, benzoyl peroxide, all that stuff's still the same. They just repackage it. Uh, So not a lot of progress made that way, unfortunately, which is still a big problem. But that book hit a nerve and we put it up on something called ClickBank which was where you sold ebooks before there ever was an Amazon and ClickBank is still a very successful platform for ebooks by the way to sell on. So ClickBank we took over we we got to the the top of all the books on on there and affiliates for ClickBank were selling the book made a lot of money turned it into a paperback that we sold um Gave people that option and wrote some other health and wellness books around that time. I did one on oral health. I did one on how to remove moles and warts and skin tags, which, by the way, is one of my most viewed videos, <laughs> the video version of how to do that on YouTube.
1: And so where would they find that?
0: On YouTube, Chris Gibson Live on YouTube, that how to remove moles, warts and skin tags without, without you know, going to the doctor or freezing them off. So that, that is still crazy. Um, but anyway, so I had to learn how to market that way. There was Amazon came along, I want to say 2006 is when we started looking at putting the books. Mid to late 2000s uh, when they were just getting started with that. And we um, turned the book into a hardcover. And began to sell it and of course no bookstores wanted to carry it because it was self-published walmart didn't want it it was self-published and we kept after the book industry we kept submitting you used to have to submit a book directly to through baker and taylor or, or ingram that's your distributor to their book buyers for like barnes and noble so a person had to actually look at the book and decide whether they would put it on the shelves or not So we kept pushing and we kept pushing and we kept pushing, and we finally got a book buyer to quit saying, "Well, he's not a doctor; no one will ever buy that." I had fired a literary agent over the same thing. He said, "This book will never fly. You're not a doctor." I'm like, "Well, I didn't write it as a doctor. It's not how to. It is my experience and what I did. That's not a how to book." (laughs) So I had to, you know, bang around in that book industry. What's that thing called? Maze to try to figure out how to get my book to sell more because we were doing very well independently, very very well. I mean, I was making quite a bit of money. So, but even though we sent them sales numbers and all that, nah, 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 nah. all
1: because you weren't either. All because I wasn't.
0: It was self published. Oh, okay. There's still there's still a lot of of uh, discrimination against self published authors in the book industry. It's gotten better. <laughs> It's gotten better, but uh, at about the same time we were doing that, I went to a skin, um, a beauty and skin trade show, one of the biggest uh, in the country, or in the world, in Toronto, Canada, to help a company sell a skin peel that I actually really liked a whole lot back then. Hmm. And so I said, hey, you're not far from me. I love Toronto. It's fun to party in that place because so, I was in my 30s. So I, I uh, <laughs> got in the car, went to Toronto, and worked the trade show, and I took a stack of books, and I said, and this is going to be a more, it'll be apparent why it's important when we get to what you need to do. Mm-hmm. So I took the stack of books up there, and I said, we'll give a book away to anybody who buys the skin peel, because a lot of people buy those have acne problems and mm-hmm. scarring, and that's mm-hmm. kind of what they were known for.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So people are taking the book and buying the skin peel. So I had my fun, went out and had my fun in Toronto, came home, and about a week later, I got an email from a producer of a TV show on Canada's largest channel, the A Channel, which at the time, I didn't know what any of that meant. Uh-huh. But that's basically their BBC. Okay, So it... You know, was the A channel was seen in Canada, all of the UK, Australia, all of that. Where I was already selling books on ClickBank internationally for acne because this is a big problem, and a lot of you know a lot of countries still don't have the facility to deal with it. So, I'm thinking, what? <laughs> she said, I got your book at the <clears throat> excuse me at the trade show in Toronto, and I tried the stuff that you talked about, and it worked. I'm in my late 30s. I have battled acting my whole life. Will you come up here and go on our television show and talk about the things that you went through and why they work? And would you, and here's the turning point to all of this, would you demonstrate some of the techniques that you talked about? So it wasn't just going to be me sitting talking about the book. Mm -hmm. Like a typical book interview, I was going to have to do things.
1: So, were they going to have clients for you to work on? No,
0: no. I, they just she came up there. She's the one that interviewed me, and I talked about steaming techniques and tea tree oil and all the natural things, and talked about what not to displays of what not to put in your diet and all that stuff. <clears throat> and they filmed it. Um, it was live there, and they said they would send me a copy of it. Of course, they sent me a videotape. It was and like three or four or five, six, somewhere in there. So, anyway, so I get the videotape and I pop it in. And I'm like, I knew the minute I watched it, I said, This is life changing right here. It's good. So, sent it off, had it turn into a DVD, sent it to my publicist who was making me do radio. Mm-hmm. That's all I did was radio. I was so sick of doing radio. <laughs> no offense, but I was like, I'd done it for like a year. We sent it out. Several producers on the local Fox News stations and NBC and ABC really liked it, started having me on, and then it just, Mushroomed. the rest was history. Yeah, right. you know, the minute you get on TV right, in front of people, you must know what you're talking about. So right. it was really life-changing. Now, why all this is important to know is because what authors are going through, especially self-published authors and some publishers right now, with these conditions is what I was going through as a self-published author 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. It's no different. Right.
1: It's, well, you know, you're, you're you limi- cut, your audience you're limited. is limited. You're limited. Yeah.
0: So I have author clients. Obviously, I help them market their books. That's a side thing that I do uh, now with the YouTube channel being so big. But I wanted to share today the areas that I think um, you can utilize leverage to market your book even if you have a publisher helping you mm-hmm. never hurts to get more eyes on your book mm-hmm. so because we have a, we have a saying in the book world for everybody until you're super super famous and you have lots of books out nobody wants your book nobody wants your, your relatives don't even want your book they don't want to hear from you. They don't want to be out. Your friends don't want to hear from you. They don't want to buy your damn book. It's kind <laughs> but they do because they love you, and they'll pretend that they read it at the holidays when you ask them did they read it. They'll lie. But that's just, you know, it's like the old MLM stuff. Nobody wants your vitamins. Nobody, You know, you have to, you have to put your book in front of people that are looking for it, mm-hmm. that want it. Mm-hmm. If Google mm-hmm. has taught us anything about search, You want to be, you want the person looking for you. (laughs) You don't want to be the person trying to chase anybody. So that said, the first area, obviously, that I'm going to go to because it was so important for me being on television and you guys have so much ability now to create your own television is video. You know, what we saw with the pandemic was we had to learn how to do Zoom meetings. We had to learn how to be on camera and put, not be on there and not have no light <laughs> so people can only really see your eyes. We had to make sure that if we were doing anything private, it stayed private. <laughs> Children walking in rooms, people doing things they shouldn't be doing during meetings. We've all heard the stories. Right. But video is probably the most powerful of all of the media if you master it because it, you get to set the tone. It's your movie mm-hmm. about your book. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna break this into two pieces. There's media that you can do yourself, and it's important because one of the things I'm gonna talk about in a minute is collaboration and networking, but we'll get to that in a minute. Mm-hmm. Being comfortable on Zoom or any other video platforms, all it takes is a little practice. That, your friends, your granddaughter, your your daughter, your son, they won't mind getting on a Zoom meeting because most people are way ahead of the curve the younger they get. Mm-hmm. So they'll Zoom with you and teach you. Mm-hmm. So I highly recommend that you Zoom is a free platform, that you get it, that you get on there. You don't have to go buy a bunch of equipment. All you need is a microphone. Most computers have a light and a... Laptops, anyway, have already have a light and a microphone built in that's just fine.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: An inexpensive pair of headphones, Works just as well. And get comfortable talking on there and seeing yourself. Everybody's like, "Ah, oh, I don't like to see myself. I'm I promise you, after about 15 to 20 hours of that, which probably takes most people two to three weeks, a month, you won't even care what you do. You, you won't even see that. You'll see you in a different sort of critical light. You'll say, I need to be more this way or I need more lighting or I need to be this way. You won't be going. Oh my God! One eyebrow is higher than the other. or Whatever. Face <laughs> is not symmetrical. No one's is. You know. You won't worry about that stuff. And then as you get your voice and your comfortability increases, your credibility increases on camera.
1: Right, because you sound like because yeah, you you're, you're confident. About, you don't right.
0: care if you hack in the middle of you, you go. God, I have a terrible. Like I'm just coming off a of cold. I sound nasally, but. I make a joke about it because can, you can't do anything about it. There is no perfect time to be on camera. Right. Do your best. Don't come in there like a slob. Right. You know? Right. And don't stick your book in there and go buy my book. You know, but no, no practice. P- no
1: PJs. Yeah. And and go
0: on Facebook if it's still around. <laughs> go on, I'm full of bunnies today. Um, go on Facebook and watch other people's stuff.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Go on YouTube. That's going to be around for a long time. And... Go on the search bar and type in authors or your favorite author's name and watch them interview and, and, and get familiar with the medium because I'm telling you, it's not going away. Uh-huh. And if you want to play in this, in this world with books, you need to be comfortable with that medium.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Because if you get invited to do a signing or an interview, 9 times out of 10 now, it's going to be on a Zoom. I mean, it's leveled. Up. even TV stations are having to do this
1: they are so I mean, that
0: that, are at home. that wall is no longer there that yeah. you have to go to a studio or right. be near a studio right. if you can get some publicity going and you send your local tv stations that that press release or if you have a publicist you, they do it you're more likely to be able to get interviewed because they got to do it from home anyway you got to be at home anyway <clears throat>
1: so uh, you mentioned press release so how yeah would the person that is getting ready to write a book or has just finished a book, how would that person get a press release?
0: Okay. The best thing to do if you don't have someone to do this for you is to use a service. Obviously there's two ways to do this. You can, you can go to like PR web newswire. Well, there's lots of them anywhere range. The press releases range anywhere from like 99 bucks. Uh, don't do anything under a hundred. Cause if you do like a 40 or $50 press release, it's, going to be all internet and you're not going to get any visibility. but if you do the, the spend the money they will allow you to well they'll have templates that you can use and you can get your information in there and then they also have editors that for a nominal fee will write your release for you they just need all the information
1: so PR web is one of PR them PR web
0: news newswire oh there's so many of them
1: is there one that's better than another one
0: no uh Scission kind of owns all of that stuff now. Um, so it, it really is what you can afford. Uh-huh. There are others and there, that's why I gave sort of the $100 limit. Uh-huh. A $99 press release with some of the other outfits and I've used. I can't think of them they will give you a good press release it will get out to the local stations it'll get newspapers
1: so what do they actually do i mean they they read your book and then they write a press release or how, no, is, how you does that you'll work?
0: have to give them the synopsis okay it's not a review okay so now there are reviews there are companies that do reviews that you can take the review and add it to your press release okay but the best thing to do if you if you're not comfortable writing your own press releases, to go to one of those and to have them help you do it. And, and what, then
1: they send it they to... They send it Yeah, it
0: goes out electronically across. They know how to time that. They know what editors by key. They know what um, news editors, what stations. They'll know all of that. And it goes out electronically. Those now,
1: does it go out just locally, or does no? It you can locally? choose. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, no, and obviously, the the larger the reach, the more expensive the press release. Right. But press releases can really get you noticed. I mean, they really can. That hasn't changed. If you can get, especially if you have a book or a story that's timely, like if you wrote a some sort of uh, science sci-fi virus novel right now, you'd probably be hitting it. You know, so. <laughs> The point is, you know, once a press release is done, you have that, and you can use it over and over again. You put it on your website, mm-hmm. you can put it in your newsletter. Mm-hmm. Now, one
1: of the things that I've done, and I think you had done this in the past, but I've been interviewed like three different times now by people that are part of author shows, and then they put that interview out. Um, you know, they right. they do it, and then I can also put it on facebook or linkedin or instagram or something so uh being interviewed even if it's not a a visual interview it still is worthwhile correct all of it
0: yeah Yeah. and and the final point on video is the bottom line is this is going to be something that author events go to Mm -hmm. a lot this year Mm -hmm. and even when the pandemic is shaken out there are probably going to be a lot of What I think will happen is a lot of things will come back, the in-person stuff, but I think there will be a lot of opportunity for more events because now people are comfortable doing these virtual virtual events. So you need to be comfortable with that format. The worst thing I can think for an author is for the big break interview to come and you're freaking scared to death to be on camera Mm -hmm. or you don't know how to operate Zoom Mm -hmm. and you're having to cram all that stuff in. You want to be relaxed. You want to be focused on your book and your story, mm-hmm. and you want to let that interviewer lead the questions mm-hmm. so that you give a good interview. If you're if you're late getting on there or your computer needs to be refreshed <laughs> and all this stuff that can happen, just take the yeah. time when there's no pressure. Yeah, it doesn't matter if your computer goes down or it comes up, update needed, You know, <laughs> which has happened to me. It's happened to all of us. Go through that stuff when it's not important so that when it is important, it's a breeze. Yeah. And it's actually quite fun. Once you get past that piece, you know, so many people have said to me, I never did FaceTime. I never did Zoom. I never did any of this stuff, but I couldn't see my grandparents or my grandkids any other way. And I love it. I can talk to them. It's like they're right there in the room. Mm-hmm. I can leave them on camera and I'd be over there cooking a meal, showing them how to make something. I'm like, well, right. there, you go. <laughs> exactly.
1: there you go. Exactly, exactly.
0: Okay. The next.
1: What about Google Ads? I don't know whether that's part of your, but I know I am you going to talk and I. About okay, because that. yeah, I'm that's talk about. important too. The, the other
0: reason this is important <coughs> leads into my next point, which is to collaborate with other authors and networks of authors. Join author groups on Facebook. Put the hashtag and in Instagram author books children's, whatever your genre is, and it's going to bring up a ton of accounts follow those accounts with your Instagram even if you don't post anything on Instagram you will learn so much about what's going on by the post that those people make you will learn resources that I can't even give you because there are so many
2: mm-hmm.
0: so, so you want to network and collaborate a lot of authors have gotten together on Instagram and found a lot of people in their, their particular genre and they do events together, virtual uh-huh. events together So they've got three times the reach or five times the reach. And reach out to those people. Do not spam them. Don't drive them crazy. Don't be demanding. But join, you know, follow their account. Post on their account that you like a piece of, if they posted something that was helpful, say, thank you for posting that. That was helpful. Like other people's posts. Instagram is really easy to build engagement with because that's Mm -hmm. all you got to do is DM the person and say, hey, that thing, that resource you gave for that article, whatever... I needed book design. That was amazing. So build those friendships. I'm telling you, that will work really, really in your favor this year. Um, again, the networks you need to be familiar with. Obviously, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn is another big one for authors. It's growing for authors. The yes, LinkedIn, yeah. I mean, LinkedIn. I can't emphasize that enough. And LinkedIn again is free and it's easy to do. Very easy.
1: They are trying to monetize LinkedIn. I know,
0: but right now it's free (laughs) and it's easy. So, like that. All right, the other thing I want to talk about before we get into advertising is expand your book formats. All this stuff I'm talking about, it it makes sense to be doing it and familiar with it before you even think about doing ads of any kind. So expand your book format. Make sure that you have it in all the formats that's necessary. A lot of times, authors will just do a Kindle, which is fine, there's nothing wrong with Kindle, it just limits you to the Amazon platform. Um, There are many devices out there that the Kindle format does not work on, a lot of people don't know, they're not aware of this, and people will get the Kindle, but it's, it's sort of in lockdown mode. Making sure your book is formatted in EPUB as well will make it work on these other devices where people can stretch, change the the size of the text, because if it's not a Kindle reader, and it's a Kindle file, it won't work that way on other devices. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Mm-hmm. So you want it? it is an additional expense, but it's well worth it. You can find people to do that for you on Fiverr. Um, usually it's about a hundred bucks. If your book's about a hundred, to 150 pages looked about a dollar a page is usually what they charge so the other thing is audiobooks oh my god if there's ever been a time that audiobooks were like hot they're hot now because people like to listen they're home there are a lot of people that don't like to read mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: they like to read but they don't like the process of reading it's hard on their Somehow, eyes they can't How do you do
1: anything. an audiobook
0: you have to you have to get with your publisher. You can do them yourself. There's a – on uh, Amazon, is called ACX is a program that they have that you can utilize to convert your book. You can do the voice. You can have it done. Um, what I would tell you to do is locally Google search for um, – Audiobook creation, because there are a lot of a lot of small, medium publishers that may not have published your book, but they can help you put that book into audiobook format. Mm. And it doesn't have to be fancy. It's just the story being read instead, instead right. of them having to read it. Right. So I don't know. I'm not going to give a price range because it really varies. but well,
1: how's, I'm, I'm trying to figure this one out, too, and I'm sure there's somebody <clears throat> listening that's going, okay. How's that different, like, with Audible? Which is um, a club. You know, you basically pay so much a month and you get credits and you can choose a bestseller book and you download yeah,
0: you, it. So it. You have it, to have the audio format already up for that to work. So, But
1: where do you go with your audio book is where I'm kind I'm Because so if you become an audio book, then what?
0: Okay, so on your, <clears throat> on your Amazon platform, you add that format of, excuse me, <clears throat> Sorry about that. Uh, you add that format of audiobook. It automatically makes that book, audiobook, available across platforms like Audible. So you don't have to go to Audible and add your book. Okay. Um, so, so is there
1: someplace else that you put it besides Amazon?
0: Um, or is Amazon the primary Amazon's one? Amazon's the primary one. There, okay. there are, I think... If you use light, if you use oh, I want to call it lightning search. If you use Ingram as your distributor, which is the only one now, mm-hmm. um, I believe you can give them the audiobook format, and then they can do the things they need to do with like Barnes and Noble and all of that. Okay. Because you're not when you do the audio version, it's just a, it's a different format of your book. It's not locked into Amazon. That file. I'm pretty sure I'm right about that. I think I believe Ingram will do that for you. Um, You can do it as a self-published author. You just have to go directly to the platform like Barnes & Noble or Books A Million or whoever, Kobo, and um, I think you have to upload it to their platform. So
1: Books A Million is still around because I know they closed some of them. I believe so. And then
0: if you're in Canada, it's Chapters, I believe, is the name of that one. The other... One, okay good this just reminded me the other one I wanted to mention today is check out Google Play for your ebooks Kindle is not the only game in town Google now pays royalties on average of 70% which really? is the same as Amazon wow so Google is the largest search engine it owns YouTube and it's gaining in popularity on that platform the Android platform so just like we have iPhoneers and Applers and Appleers we have Googlers that like mm-hmm. all the Android. Mm-hmm. And so that is definitely a place to look. So
1: Google Play. Yes. Okay. So if somebody did an audiobook, they could submit it. To so this is both
0: your Kindle, both a, a, it is an audiobook file, but it's also the ebook.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So again, I believe you have to have an EPUB for that. It's not going to, it'll accept, I think it'll accept a Kindle format. And I forget what they, they changed the name of that file. Every year, what Kindle wants to call that file that they use. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what to tell you that is, but I can tell you that um, Google Play is giving Amazon, Kindle, a run for its money. Mm -hmm. It's becoming very, very popular.
1: Well, that's good to know. It gives you options.
0: Options. Well, more eyes means more sales.
1: Uh, That absolutely is true. Because you do run (laughs) out of friends and neighbors Mm -hmm. and...
0: No, we touched on this a minute ago, and the other thing is to make sure that you up your social media game, Uh which means that you learn LinkedIn, you have a LinkedIn account, and that you use the hashtag author, best-selling author, book publishing, book marketing, all of the book-associated hashtags, which will have LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter all three of those will help you find the right things to follow, the right people to follow and interact with. <coughs> Twitter's been big on for authors for a long time. You're going to be really mm-hmm. surprised if you go in there and, and you put in there, you put that hashtag in <laughs> at what you see. Um, but definitely Instagram. And Instagram is divided out by, you can use hashtag for your genre. Say you're a children's book writer. Mm-hmm. You put you search and you put in the hashtag children's books or children's books chil- children's book oh, let me say this again children's book author <clears throat> it's going gonna, it's gonna to bring up a lot of people, a lot of accounts that that's who they are and within that you're also going to find resources, publishers that use the same hashtag okay. so it's really you just think of a hashtag is a search term
2: Basically,
0: mm-hmm. for those platforms, right? So and and join you know on Facebook. I can't emphasize it enough. There are so many huge, huge Facebook groups for authors.
1: Does Facebook let you use hashtags? Because LinkedIn does. It
0: does. But it does. It's not as it's not as efficient. But when you're looking, the nice thing about Facebook is when you go to groups, you can just type in authors mm-hmm. or children's book authors, and it'll bring up four or five categories that you can check and go, and then it'll bring those groups up, and then you just select the ones that, that fit. That fit, that and
1: that then fit. go join them. And
0: go join them. And now, one word of caution. Joining them doesn't mean get in there and spam them. Don't be trying to sell your book on the first post. Mm-hmm. You know, get in there, read the post to get a feeling for the temperature and focus of that group.
2: Mm-hmm. And if, see if it's the right fit. Many
0: times now, administrators of Facebook groups will have a series of questions you have to answer mm-hmm. and terms you have to agree to before they'll let you in. Mm-hmm. So be sure and read those because they may say, and you may choose not to join that one. If your goal is to get more book sales and you go in there and they say, do not post a link trying to sell your book.
1: Then don't join.
0: Then either join for the other reasons or don't join it.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And don't post that because they'll kick you out. Right. Those administrators, Facebook has a whole lot of tools. I own a a group, has a whole lot of tools that will tell the the group owner or the admin right away if someone's in that. Another one that people forget about, and it's been amazing for me, is Reddit. Reddit's. If you go to r e d d i t, and and a lot of people listening are probably already know what that is. So Reddit is a user user run generated platform. So what happens when you join Reddit is you can create your own Reddit, which is your own like a group subject. For instance, there's a Reddit, uh, get more views on YouTube. That's not my group, but I joined that one. I follow them because I'm able at my level to help a lot of those people out. I don't get too much help from it, but it's a way for me to, to help. And I don't have to sell anything. The minute I go in there, I start helping people. Go, what's your channel? Who's your channel? What channel do you have? I want to go check out your channel. So Reddit can be the same way for books and authors. So you go, you sign up for Reddit. It's free. And again, there's a search tool, and you will say, what kind of Reddit are you looking for? And you put children's authors, and it will give you selections. There'll be a list, and you can go through. Same thing. They have rules. It's very much like Facebook. Um, the thing that is important to know about Reddit is it's usually highly interactive, very interactive, and you get everything—you get idiots and you get <laughs> nice people. Okay, okay. so just beware of Reddit because it's, and they'll have the admins will have rules, but they're usually a lot looser mm-hmm. than say Facebook. Facebook's, Facebook's rules. Yeah. So like, there's one YouTube Reddit I'm on that once a week you're allowed to upload your favorite YouTube videos for everybody to see. There are book ones the same way. Uh-huh. So there is you there will be opportunities to push and market your book or your book website on Reddit that you won't get on Facebook. Which but is cool. both are really, really good. Just Reddit is it's very it's very different. There are some really raunchy Reddits. So just know that, you know, there, there's
1: going to be a combination.
0: You're, you're not going to have that in the Reddit you join, but just know that when you're searching through Reddit, there are some topics that just make you go,
1: "What?" <laughs> you know what you haven't talked about is what you did for me, and that was a, a video.
0: Oh yeah, I'm getting to that. Oh,
1: okay, all right. Because I thought yeah. the video how much time
0: was, do we have? I'll make sure I have enough time to.
1: Oh, we've got another 15 minutes. Okay, or so. I
0: can I can get this in 15 minutes. All right, so. We've talked about social media platforms. we talked talked about getting familiar and comfortable with the tools that people are using now and that event coordinators and book events are going to be using now and in the future so you don't get left out. Mm-hmm. We've talked about going and watching youtube we've talked about using instagram to find groups and to to up your social media game Mm -hmm. to be involved we've talked about networking collaboration Mm -hmm. so that you can do things you can do your own book signing event with three or four other authors put it down on instagram you don't have to worry about going to outside your house so we've talked about all those wonderful things now let's talk about paid advertising and book trailers Mm -hmm. one of the things that Almost always is the case with my clients when I get them is they have an underdeveloped Amazon author page Your Amazon author page is basically your website on Amazon for your work and your books So you want to make sure you have a decent picture on there You want to make sure that if you do a blog that it is attached so that when you write blog posts or updates it updates there You want to be sure that you have attached all of your books to your page, all of your work. You want to have a great bio. You want to have some editorial reviews if you have them listed there. That's the reviews that Amazon won't let you post unless you've bought the book. These are the ones from your peers and professional reviews have written. You can add them to your Amazon page. And you also want to look at having a video. Mm -hmm. Now, you can do an author video. Hey, I'm Chris Gibson and blah, 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 all the boring stuff in my life. You can do that, and it's perfectly fine. You can also upload, and you can upload more than one image and more than more video. So you can have images of you have book signings. You can do all of that on your author page. If you're published, you need to go to your publisher. You need to go look at your author page, which is a link up in the left-hand side by your book with your name it's your name as a URL just to be your name click on it and see what's there if you're published by a small medium or even large publisher and you're not happy with that page you need to reach out to them and make sure that it's fully developed and give them the material you won't be able to do it yourself if you're not self-published but they'll update that for you if you don't mm-hmm. you have a bad publisher the other so that brings me to videos to book trailers Book trailers have really evolved in the last four or five years. A book trailer used to be just, you know, pictures of the book, maybe a little music, and the price at the end. It was just, you know, that sort of thing. These are your ability to take your story. It can even be a how-to book. It doesn't matter. You've seen I've done them for businesses, and I've Mm -hmm. done them for children's stories, and I've done them for romance novels and mystery. It's basically a one-minute one to one and a half minute mini movie about your book.
1: Mm-hmm. It's a lot like a movie trailer. It's
0: very much like a movie trailer. There's usually music and text. And sometimes people do voice. Just depends. You can always have those voiced. Mm-hmm. You know, you can always send that to... You can have the book trailer made very inexpensively. I think it's inexpensive. Music and, and visuals and all the stuff. Promoting your book at the end of that. Telling the story. And if you want to have it voiced over, you just go to Fiverr. There are people that will do that for $50, 75 bucks. Professional. It sounds like Morgan Freeman doing your book. It's amazing. <laughs> I use them myself for all of the business voicemail stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, so very, very good people do that. Look for references, but there are some tremendous male, female, whatever you want. They can voice over and you can have that added to the trailer so that even though the text is there, someone is speaking it to.
1: Now, would that be where they might go for the audio book? Yes, like?
0: absolutely. Fiverr. Oh. But you have Fiverr, and there's another one. I could never think of that one, but the, Fiverr is a really great place.
1: Is it F I V E R?
0: Yeah. It's a it maybe two Vs. No, I think it's one B. Um, <clears throat> That That you can get all of that kind of work done. Yeah, there are a lot of. A lot of very professional people on, especially now with all this downturn, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people with a heck of a lot of skills doing that sort of freelance Mm -hmm. for a song. You can get some things that are just beyond crazy. So the bottom line is the book trailer will sell your book for you. It puts you above just millions of books on Amazon right now. Not everybody has one. Majority of people don't. Some that do, it's kind of, uh, but you get one of these that can grab a person by the emotions and move them over a minute, just like a TV ad to why they need to read your book.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you sell books. Mm-hmm.
1: And those. Um,
0: and they can be turned into YouTube ads, which is we're going to advertising next. Those same book trailers can become an ad on Google.
1: Well, that's what I was thinking, because I've used your book trailer on LinkedIn. I've used it on Facebook. And it gives you so that you're not posting the same thing yeah, over and over. Yeah, and the over. feedback. What's yeah. The
0: feedback is always like, wow. <laughs> Yours is like a Disney movie.
1: It is. It is. Yours
0: is really good. I had to say so myself. Yeah. Well, didn't <laughs> I, seat no, but you did. No, I've had I've had people in the book industry see that thing and go, "That is the best book trailer I have ever seen." Really? People have told me that about oh.
1: yours. Well, it's
0: because it's the magic wand, yeah. and it's the yes. Disney-like music, right. and it's all that, and it's a children's book,
1: and it's a children's. And
0: so, book. I just all those pieces, remember, came together so mm. well for us. So, but the bottom line is, it is your business card for a book. Now, it's everything, mm-hmm. and. Um, Just like you would for a business. Right. Right. You know, it really you really can't you can tell the story and put a hook in those things that you can't really do in writing. No, and because it just when a person reads, mm -hmm. when we read something, our brain takes text and creates pictures around it. Nothing wrong with that. But the pictures that we create, think about your radio DJs. You listen to. You think they look a certain way, then you see them and go, Whoa. Okay that's not so I yeah a lot of time. <laughs> so that's because our brain creates the voice right that's the voice in your work when people read your work there's a voice they hear mm-hmm. it's theirs but it's a characters they create that you're able to create that in your control and it's a much different experience for the I mean you're you're setting the person up who buys your book they they already have an idea they're already locked in emotionally to that mm-hmm. character Mm-hmm. You know, I did one on a on a a uh, wild, wild west type of thing. It's not lately. It's a it, it was about a really hard time a family had for through generations. I did one, and you follow this woman through it. And so I was able to find B roll where the people looked close enough; you looked like the same person, and tell the story with those pictures, with uh-huh. those video clips. Uh-huh. And it was like, wow. (laughs) You know, wow. So, you know, it's like, you want to have your book made into a movie? There you go. Mm -hmm. It's a one-minute, two-minute max, one-and-a-half is best movie of your book.
1: It'd be so cool to be able to get those kind of videos into Netflix hands. Oh, yeah. You know, I don't know how you would necessarily do that. Well,
0: and and here's here's the nice thing, and this is new. mm -hmm. On YouTube... There's a new platform within the platform called Shorts. Hmm. And it's vertical videos. So you, when you have your trailer made, you can have it made vertically too. So that you can upload it. And there's a shelf now on YouTube of Shorts. They're one minute. That's all they can be It's one minute long. Most book trailers are about a minute. And they surface that out to people that like short videos. Uh-huh. So a lot of people are using these as like a mini ad. Hmm. You know, it's not an ad. It's not a, not, there's no traffic being sent to it other than you're on the short shelf and people see that and they're like, wow. So it's sort of like TikTok-ish. Right. You know, some people are doing it the way TikTok works, uh, but it is an opportunity as that develops. And they're, what I'm hearing, and this is really early on, through people that are big YouTubers, is that eventually they're going to allow um, horizontal shorts, where it's the the 16 by 9. The, the like What, see, what we see now, yes. Yeah, right. So,
1: so I'll wait until that yeah, comes and then yeah, put mine in. <laughs> yeah, So what
0: I'm saying, yeah, later in the year, I think, is when they're going to go ahead and open that mm. up, that you can do a short horizontal one. Mm. So... The technology evolving is you can be scared of it or realize that these are tools that I would have killed for. Right. Fifteen years ago.
1: Right. And I mean it's it's like we are evolving as a culture, I would say. Oh yeah. You know, that if you don't embrace the technology, if you don't learn how to you utilize behind it, it, you are gonna be left behind. Think
0: about your and I don't hope I'm not insulting anybody. But think about the parent or the grandparent who absolutely refused to learn a computer
2: mm-hmm.
0: or to have a cell phone. When you're like, mm-hmm. I need you to have this cell phone, this flip phone, so that if you fall down, you can call me or you can get a hold of me. Right. Not doing it. Not doing it. I don't care anything about that stuff. Not texting. Not doing any of that stuff. I Robert, my mom, I went round and round with my mother about this. And she was in the hospital, and I had a flip phone, and she would never learn to use it. And she finally got so mad that she couldn't get a hold of me. She called the nurse and said, will you show me how to text on this phone? And that's back when it was that stupid predictive stuff.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: You know, so I kind of get why that, now it's not. It's A, B, C, D, you know, whatever. Back then, it was like, yeah, and hold it, you got one word. (laughs) You Remember that? (laughs) It was, was it crazy stuff. So she had the nurse text me, and of course I got it.
1: That's that,
0: yeah. You know, and so after that, she'd leave me alone. But she, you know, it's like technology can help you. The, the things we have in the book industry right now, as authors, that can be done at such minimal cost. A book trailer used to cost fifteen hundred dollars for a minute. Huh. You can get a book trailer now three hundred, four hundred, five hundred, depending on how. You know, you can pay still a thousand dollars for, them. you can have like. You know, some famous person. You can do that, but you can do the things that can really set you apart from other people simply because of that right there. They Mm -hmm. won't do it. They don't want to learn it. They don't want to take those steps.
1: The other thing that I do want to mention in the last couple of uh, minutes here is consistency. You know, if you learn to do all of these things, that's one thing. But you have to apply it Oh yeah, consistently. And that means at a minimum... Several times a week, preferably once a day, yeah, on, some on some platform. platform. Yeah, you
0: need to stay visible. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of conjecture out there. Gary uh, Vanerchuk Gary V, is a very famous person who uh, is in the technology field, marketing, media marketing. He talks about that. You have to have take take your content and split it into smaller pieces,
2: mm-hmm. plan
0: it out so that you can be posting all the time. Right. He's like four or five times a day on each platform. Wow. You, when you get the money and you can hire somebody to do it, that's the way to do it. But just know that the day that you're not there, you're not there.
1: You're not there. Someone
0: else is. Right. So
1: Right. And I, I think that's really key. So, well... As always, it has been fabulous having been fast. you back. That went fast. It, it went really fast. I need fast. another hour. Uh, I know. Uh, well, I'm thinking about having a couple of uh, classes, actually uh, continuing education classes, that are going to go out there in the not too distant future, where we can actually do maybe two or three back to back, you know, podcasts and then turn them into a CEU for certain groups. So I'd love to have you as part of that because it does go super fast. Um, All right, everybody. uh, If um, you want to listen to this again, uh, you know that we're on the national platforms now. So you have Spotify, you have uh, Google, you have iHeartRadio, and you have Apple iTunes. And you can always go to my website, www.SynergyConnectionRadio.com. Loved having you as my guest today. And thank you again, Chris. It's always a pleasure to see you again. So go out there and make this your very best life. Thanks so much. And we'll see you next week.